Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Well, welcome in to another edition of The Big Picture. I am your host, Larry Raglan, and today is that special day once a month where we don't just have The Big Picture. We have what we call the Kingdom Intelligence Report. And I'm going to tell you, we bring in the man that has the Kingdom Intelligence, and you're going to get you're going to meet him. If you've never seen him before, you're going to love him. If you are following us over from his channel, welcome, 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 because we have in the studio none other than Pastor Paul Begley right after this. Oh, yeah, it is the Kingdom Intelligence Report with Paul Begley. And I tell you what, sometimes, you know, I just talk too much, so I'm not going to talk too much today because this show ain't about me. This show is about the man, the myth, the legend. But you know what else he is? He's a man of God, and he is my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Pastor Paul Begley. Yes! Yes, the crowd is going wild. The crowd is going wild. (laughs) What? First of all, I want to say... Uh, Alabama looked phenomenal this past week. Well, you know, I just <clears throat> roll tight. Come on. Mm. And Notre Dame laid an egg, but we mm. knew they would in Ohio State. It's it, it, it just, that's a tough place to go play. So we'll let that one go. We, we figure we lose that one. If we can run the table and beat Clemson, then we'll feel like we've had a good year. Okay? Yes, yeah, see, see, this is the Kingdom Intelligence Report, y'all. You know, you know this, these are important <laughs> Kingdom things. <laughs> really huge. <laughs> Pastor Paul, I love you and Heidi so much. Sandy and I love you guys so much. You are you have made such a difference in our lives, and the friendship, uh, the the conversations that we've had on the air, off the air, in our church, up there in Indiana with you. We truly feel like we have built lifelong friendship relationships with you guys. And, um, yeah. Amen. We feel the same. I mean, we just love you guys. We love your church. We love love your family. And, and uh, we just fell in love with all the folks in Birmingham there. And uh, uh, it's truly good, Larry, to have uh, someone in ministry that you have a kindred spirit with. You feel yes. like you've been cut from the same cloth, you know. And, and we know what we understand what this thing's about. And, uh, love working with someone like you it's really you and your wife sandy your hospitality has been wonderful to us we just love you guys well and as you know uh, i've been on your show a couple times and and those that just followed us over from your show when we get together you don't know what's going to happen man because like you just said we are cut out of the same cloth and we believe in holy ghost fire and having fun and uh that's what it's all about but you know, we when, when this idea came, uh, the Lord just put it on my heart. I, I, I just began on my show here, the big picture. It's you know we're just a fledgling uh, program. We're just starting out, and uh, I talk about some topics that you know we call it the big picture because we want people to see beyond what their natural eyes are being exposed to. Because we, you and I both know, Pastor, there's an agenda going on. Uh, there is yes, there is absolutely. A, a major agenda going on, ma- ma- major money people walk, working behind the scenes. So I'll talk about some of those things. But Sandy and I were talking one night about, you know, we, we would love to have a regular, almost like a news program where we bring in 
uh, or we, I, I was just actually thinking about, you know, talking about myself and then immediately it quickened in my heart. No, 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 because you need somebody that is on the front lines. Do you need somebody to come in to your show from the outside that has connections that you do not have you that's getting information that you're not getting and without question, you know, didn't even have to pray about it. Immediately my mind went to Pastor Paul Begley because God is using you in such a way now to expose the darkness and to speak and to, you know, wake up the church to what is going on. So that's what Amen. we call it the Kingdom Intelligence Report, and that's why we bring you in. So, so Pastor Paul, just, uh, you know, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. I mean, what is going on in this crazy world? What are some things that our big picture viewers need to know about? You know, this is a great, I'm glad that this is a perfect time to be on here because uh, big picture, yep, intelligence, we have information coming out of the Holy Land, out of Israel. Oh my goodness. We know we have been given information inside from a guy who's going to be attending the United Nations uh, General Assembly, which is the 77th Annual General Assembly of the United Nations. There is a resolution that uh, the Palestinian Authority Maud Abbas mm. he is going to come to the United Nations himself and put put out there a resolution request that Palestine be made a nation state, even though they don't have their boundaries worked out. Just the, want to get it on the books that they are a nation. The, when, when is this happening? This is going to happen this month. This it's month? It's going to happen this coming up in three weeks. Okay, September 20. Around September 25th, somewhere in there. And by the way, September 25th is Rosh Hashanah, wow. which is oh. the Feast of Trumpets. Which, if if, if a lot of there's a lot of prophecy guys say that if the if Jesus is coming back on the Rapture, yep, yep. If they had to pick one day each year, that would be the high day. It's that day. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, as you know, because Jesus uh, was crucified on the Passover. Listen. He, he which made him the Passover lamb. Mm -hmm. His body laid in the tomb during the feast of the unleavened bread. Well, he had no leaven in his body. There was mm. no corruption. Matter of fact, David said, I, I see the Holy One will suffer no corruption. My God. And then he rose from the dead on the feast of the first fruits, which Jesus himself said, I am the first fruits of the resurrection. Yep. Okay. Then on the, on the feast of Pentecost, Jesus said, I must go away. For if I go not away, the comforter cannot come. <laughs> listen, listen. I, he said, I will send you the comforter. God. So what did he tell the disciples and the, the children of uh, God's church? He told the church in Acts, he said, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem and wait till you be endued with power from on high. And what day did it fall? Well, when the feast mm. of Pentecost was fully come. So the first four feasts, Jesus nails them. My God. So it would make us just keep your eyes open every time the Feast of Trumpets comes around because that could be the day that the, the Bible says the last trump of God will mm. sit down. You, you know on the on the Feast of Rosh Hashanah, on the Feast of, uh, which is the Jewish New Year, or God's New Year on his calendar, the first uh, the first day uh, or of the New Year is Rosh Hashanah, yep, yep. which is the Feast of Trumpets, and they blow the trumpet. 100 times they blow it 99 times what? and they stop they i've never heard it. that pastor say yeah, oh yeah they blow it 99 the shofar they blow it 99 times and they stop because the 100th time is called the last trump for the messiah what this is <laughs> this that's, is that's, spir Paul. that's spirit of, are you serious is getting <laughs> on me right now what <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, and that that's called the last, and that one's a long, and you ever hear it whenever I'm on the air and I grab a yeah. so far and I play that long blast. I'm playing that last oh. song. Hoping. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, buddy, what? Are you serious? Well, anyway, I just want to say, anyway, I mean, it, 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 it gets it gets gooder and gooder. Now, meanwhile, while this is coming up, this, mm. the Bible said not the book of Zechariah says, don't touch the apple of God's eye, which is Israel. Don't touch the whole. Yes. Man. Yes. Okay. But the Bible says also in uh, uh, Joel, Joel three, he said, you're not to part the land. Mm. Okay. Don't part the land. God said, I don't like it. I don't yep. want it. God made a covenant with the land yep. and with the children of Israel and with the church because the church was birthed in Jerusalem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Christ is coming back to Jerusalem. So this is, it's the Holy Lands. Why it's that? No okay. wonder there's so much conversion upon it. So many factions and religions are all trying to take it because the devil knows what's coming. Um, but, mm. if it, but if they do this in uh, this month, if they pass First of all, it goes to what's called the UN Security Council. There's five permanent nations yep. on that mm -hmm. Security Council. China, Russia, the United States, France, and Great Britain. Wow. Now, over the past 75 years, nobody in the world would try this. Listen. Because the United States alone mm -hmm. would always do so. And it would never, yes, get to, never get to the floor for a vote. Yep. But Biden, President Biden has already said he believes in a two-state solution. Mm -mm. And he's not going to block it if this resolution comes up on the security council. And you know China won't. Yeah, but they, won't. They, nobody else going to block it. It's it's, it's us or nobody, it. right? Yeah, right. It's us or nobody. So if we don't block it, it goes to the floor for a vote for the whole world. Wow. And I can tell you, Larry, wow. it's about 80% of the world wants to part Israel forcibly. And that's yes. what this would be. So if they then pass it, Palestine becomes a nation. And then the question is, well, where's their border? So, what, so, so Paul, so, so that I can understand this, you're saying that if this happens, they're passing, creating a nation without borders. Without borders. With, has that ever happened? No, not in the history of this world. No. Oh, and my so, Lord. Here's what they'll do. Once they do that, then they'll say, they'll say, okay, Israel, come to the table. We're going to carve up your land. How do you want to work this out? Of course, Israel's going to say, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Y'all need to be listening. Except half of Israel is afraid of the Islamic world. Mm. And they're saying, maybe we should give them some of the land to keep, have peace. It's called wow. appeasement. Wow. So, and the, the, the prime minister, they just got rid of Benjamin Netanyahu a few months ago. So there's a new prime minister. His name is Yari Lapid. Mm -hmm. And Yari Lapid believes in this two-state solution he he, oh he believes maybe we should give it so look larry it it's all set in motion here if you see this happen then it means you're watching they're going directly against the commandment of god by yes, parting land but i believe that this will happen i hope it's not now i hope it never does but jesus kind of had an insight intel if you mm. talk about kingdom intel yeah yeah say it in matthew 24 he said those he said that the day is coming Mm -hmm. He said, when Jews that are living in the in the West Bank, he calls it Judea, yep. which is the West Bank. He said, when you see the abomination of desolation wow. spoken of by Daniel the prophet, well, that means when you see the Antichrist walk into the holy place, which would be the rebuilt temple. Yes, sir. 
said, you better flee. You better get out of there. You better run to the mountains. Don't even go back to your house. If you're not home, don't go home and get stuff. Wow. You ain't got time. Because here's what happens. If the Antichrist walks in and takes over, he's going to order the execution of Jews, especially those that are living in the West Bank, which is in Palestine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Jesus knew this day was coming. Yes, sir. So if we look, and then the one last thing on this, mm. if that isn't enough to tell you that we're in the, in the end times, there's already two red heifers. Oh my goodness! Must, must, you have to sacrifice a red heifer. They did it in the Old Testament. Yes, sir. Do it. Anytime you rebuild a temple, the mm -hmm. temple, you have to have a perfect red heifer that's exact age of three years wow. to sacrifice. It can't have spot or blemish on it. It can't have one hair white. It mm. has to be completely red. That's and then right. you you sacrifice, you burn it, and you sprinkle its ashes in this water, and you dedicate the temple. Now, it's only been done nine times in the history of the world, and it hasn't been done since the temple was destroyed in 70 AD. Oh, I, I, are you about to tell me? Oh, my uh, Lord. Yeah, I'm about ready to tell you, Larry. Oh, my Lord. There's two heifers that are ready to go, and they turn that age. They actually turn the age that they need to be this September. Two of them qualify. They could pick either one. What? So. I'm just saying, it might not happen. They might not do it, but the but you got the. Uh, I, I keep thinking that if you're going to force a, a party to the land, if you were the UN and you're saying we're going to make Palestine a state, we're going to sit down and negotiate with these Jews and try to work it out. What's the one thing you might offer Israel? The temple. How about you have your third temple. Oh my lord. It's Let's not often that I'm speechless. I'm speechless, Paul Bigley, because that makes absolute perfect sense. What in the yeah. world? Listen to what he's saying. What in the world could you offer a nation that is constantly under the threat of attack and war, surrounded by its enemies, to agree to splitting up the land than to offer them the most holy thing in their mind, in their history, to, right. that they never dreamed could ever be a possibility again to right. have that possibility and to know, listen, big picture viewers and listeners and podcast listeners, that the thing, the one thing you keep hearing over time, over the years of 30 plus ministry, years of ministry that I've been in there, you know, we've heard about the rebuilding of the, of the new temple and, and all of this, but there are certain things that always had to be in place for that to happen. And in the, and for Bible students, you'd be like, yeah, but we don't have the red heifer. Yeah, but we don't, we, you know, you know, where's the ark and you know, where's the, all these kind of things. Uh, uh, when one day, maybe they'll come. You're telling me that not one, but two perfect Levitical, absolute yep. line upon line, red heifers whose ashes must be according to, you know, the, the Jewish teachings that because right. you know, they're, these are, these are not the ones that believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So they're still, you know, in that Levitical law. law and according yeah. to that Levitical law, you are saying right now, they're going to come of the Levitical age at the exact yes. timeline that this United Nations meetings and plan is happening. Yes. That is insane. What's the odds of that? What are wow. the, I mean, the odds are impossible. In other words, yeah, this you is have God. A, a God. And, yeah. and so as bad as I hate to, I don't even want to think about it. I get mad every time I hear about part in the land because I know yep. God yep. doesn't like it. Yep. 
then again, I, I think I said, but what am I going to do about it? I don't like the Antichrist either, but he's coming. I, yeah, I, don't, right. I don't like him either. Right. But uh, prophecy, that's the way prophecy is. So we're given an opportunity to see mm. around the corner. This is kingdom intelligence. Yes. So the body of Christ a lot of times is thinking, well, I don't know. We've probably got plenty of time before the Lord comes back. Mm. He said, I'm even at the door. Wow. I am not under the even at the door. <laughs> Jesus turn is sooner than any of us actually realize larry wow. and had had we really and i'm not saying the rapture is coming september 25th right but i'm not saying it ain't but i'm saying we might be getting ready to see on that week not the return of christ yet but maybe the passing of a resolution to start the process of parting the land mm. maybe during that negotiation it takes a year or so you may see the agreement of a two-state solution along with the rebuilding of the temple then I've already talked to rabbis there. The Ark of the Covenant, you mentioned it. Yes, we have the Ark. The Ark of the Covenant wow. Wow. is in Jerusalem. It's under the Temple Mount, hidden in secret compartments in those tunnels. Pastor, can I've I ask can, can I, can I, I want to ask you that. I want I want to clarify that because, <clears throat> because, you know, I've heard that. I've heard that for years, you know, seeing preachers talk about that people have seen this. Uh, you know, and these are people that I don't know. So, you know, you hear information like that and you want to believe that and you, you want to look at their, their lifetime of ministry and their integrity. And, and, but that's a big statement, but I've always loved it when God can bring into my life, people that I know and trust that have heard this, you are saying yes. to our viewers right now that, you yep. know, people on the ground that you trust that have told you emphatically don't believe that we don't have the Ark of the Covenant, that that's not a restriction for the new new temple. We have it. You're saying that. Yes. I'm <sighs> saying that Ra Rabbi Yehuda Glick, who is the leading advocate to rebuild the third temple, was shot four times mm -hmm. in October of 20, uh, 2015. Wow. And by a Palestinian assassin tried to kill him. He survived miraculously. He said, as he laid in a coma 30 days, he said, he, I said, he said, I heard the Lord whisper in my ear, Yehuda, I love you and your work is not done. <laughs> okay. So he survives the assassination when he comes out of it. And now he's absolutely, he says, the only reason I'm alive is because God wants me to stay in here because I, I'm, I've got to get, I got a job to do it. That's to see the rebuilding of the third temple. Okay. Mean, meanwhile, he saw me on YouTube praying for him. I did a breaking news report that he got shot. I never met him in my life, never talked to him. I just knew who he was, and I knew his significant role he was playing. So I did a YouTube video. He saw it when he woke up from the coma. What? And, and, he, and he said it broke him down in tears. He said, why is this uh, Protestant pastor praying for me, asking Jews and Christians to pray for me? Why? So he said, I must meet him. So he, he contacted uh, Heidi through Facebook. We went to Israel. We were, we were already going to Israel that next spring anyway. So when we went there, we met. I met with him personally. Mm. When I met with him, I was on Mount Zion, if that's not a bad place <laughs> God, to be. <laughs> God Mount Zion, Woo. we met in this <laughs> We're sitting there having coffee. He loves coffee. I love coffee. So we hit it off real well. Wow. And we talked, you know, we're talking about everything, and we're getting to know each other. And, um, I look, and he's thanking me and he's thanking me and he's thanking me for praying. He said, you know, you've caused me to look at you as a brother. Oh, my goodness. The brother in the Lord, he said. And I said, thank you, brother. I said, we are brothers in the Lord. You know, I mean, I, obviously we don't agree exactly, but uh, 
we're here. We're, there's a reason we're here together today. Hmm. Uh, we're here today to talk about what God is doing and what he's doing in your life and what he's doing in here in Israel. So I started talking to him about different things. And one of the questions I said, so if you, if it was the world was all of a sudden, all of a sudden just a, a chance to build a temple, uh, if the, ever the conditions politically got right, how long would it take? I just asked that question. Wow. He said six, well, six months. Six months. Six months. He said it's already pre-built, prefab built in storage. Are y'all hearing this? If we, yeah. He said if if the deal was signed that we could build, you would see masons up on the up on the Temple Mount laying foundations. The next day, you'd see cranes coming in. And he said, all of a sudden, here would come the temple. We'd come in large sections what? by truck. And they'd, and they'd be lifting that thing up there, and they'd start building it. And he said, it is already built so that when they put it together, it doesn't need any nails. It's, 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 it's uh, Larry, it's made hmm. to uh, tongue and groove, if you will. Oh, my goodness. He said, we're, so it'd be rebuilt like Solomon built it, where a hammer was never heard in the right. temple. They yes. rebuilt this thing to where they can put it together in six months. And I said, wow. well, then, have you got everything you need? Mm, listen, he listen. Said, oh, we've got, we've got everything. We've got everything we need. We're, we're just waiting. I said, well, I know you got the menorah because I've seen it. It's here. I know you got the golden shoe table because you guys made one of those. I know you got the high priestess robes and, and the uh, breastplate. And you found all of the stones for the 12 tribes of Israel. 12 different stones here in Israel. They just found the, the, the 12th one two years ago. <laughs> so I'm saying, Jeez. I'm just asking you a question, but what about the Ark of the Covenant? Mm, I mean, that's, a, that's a big one. That? That's a big one. That's a big one. Oh, he said, don't worry about that, Pastor. We've got that. We've had that. We've don't had don't that. believe anybody that tells you we don't have it. We got it. We've got it in a sealed compartment that was made by Solomon himself. And if the if the ark if the uh, temple was ever destroyed it's a sealed passageway and compartment we have it and when the temple gets built we will have seven priests carry it out of the underneath the temple mount carry it right to the front doors of that of the uh new temple and the whole world will see it L ladies so, and gentlemen are, are are you is your mind exploding right now i mean for those that love the lord and and believe in bible prophecy so, so I guess we need to. People need to turn the History Channel off and stop watching those documentaries. Where is the Ark of the Covenant? Is it in here? Yeah, is it there? That's all just hype. We got yeah. it. The Jewish people we have it. it. They have everything that needs to dedicate the temple. They have. Yeah. They have the temple. Listen, I want to repeat what he said. This the the leading authority, leading the push to rebuild the temple, says to you. And Pastor Paul, this is all, this is on YouTube, and the whole world's hearing it. And I know good oh, yeah, well. I know you. There's no way that you would say that I'm unless not you lie about this exactly, story. No. exactly. Your integrity <laughs> yeah. alone. But then, secondly, yeah. you know that's a big fact check. Here's the reality. Yeah. Told you that Hold six me. months, the six months. the glorious temple can be rebuilt because you got to hear this again. It's already pre-built. Pre-built. That's insane. Ready to go. And then the yeah. one thing that you had to have, oh, it's good that you got all this other stuff, but God said in Levitical law, the ashes of the red heifer have to be there to be sprinkled, and now right. we have two perfect ones coming two. of age yes. in September. 
in September. So, Ladies and gentlemen, this is what kingdom intelligence is. This is <laughs> this is stuff that you are not going to not not just not going to hear it on the secular news. You ain't hearing no preachers uh, telling you this because in order for you to know this kind of stuff, Pastor, you know this. You got to know the people that are on the inside. You have to have relationships. Yeah. And you've yeah. built them over the years. And you this, people uh, people like Pastor Paul, they do not get access to people to give them information like this without them uh, vetting Pastor Paul, without them seeing integrity and years of service uh, to, to, uh, to the kingdom, and, quite frankly, years of open support for the nation of Israel. And, and that's, Amen. That's exactly right. They, he trusts me. They trust me. I've met with other rabbis as well. And, and what's been really wonderful is, um, I, besides having a good relationship with the Orthodox rabbis, I have a good relationship with the Messianic rabbis, mm. like uh, Rabbi uh, Zev Parat. Zev Parat was the grandson of the high priest, uh, what's called the priest of the Sanhedrin court. Wow. Okay, and you know, Sanhedrin court was back in Jesus' day. Yes. The Sanhedrin court uh, wants to be in charge of the rituals that goes on uh, uh, with the third temple. And there, his, there, the guy who was in charge, the main man, his grandson, who had studied seven years in Levitical law and Levitical priesthood law, got born again. What? Jesus Christ. So when he got saved, he said, Jesus came to him. So he said, I had a dream. He said, Jesus came to him and said, hey, you don't need to look around for another Messiah because I'm here. I am the Messiah. Wow. And so he got his Bible and he started studying the Torah, the Old Testament. And Zev told me, he said, look, I found 56 absolutely 1,000% proof that Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, is the Messiah. 56 different places in the Testament. And so he went to the Sanhedrin court, to his grandfather and to the whole court. And he said, gentlemen, we need to understand that we have the Messiah. We know who he is. I know we're all looking for him, but I tell you, we know who he is. He chooses. And he showed them the 56 scriptures. They studied it. Came back to him and said, but you must prove it to him 70 times. Then we'll believe. Wow. He said, I can't. He goes, look, uh, you wouldn't believe the one rose from the dead. I'm going to go on and just preach Yeshua as the Messiah. Wow. So, Okay, so having said all that, you start wondering, well, what, what, why, how's God going to bring this whole thing together? How's the Jewish people that are, especially those that are really ultra-Orthodox, how are they going to understand to come to Christ? But the Lord said that their eyes were blinded in part till the mm -hmm. fullness of the Gentiles come in, which you can see that certainly happening right now. So I keep looking at this and saying, Lord, how are you going to do this? And then he reminds me what Paul said, that all of Israel shall be saved. In other words, God is not going to forsaken his chosen people. We're the, we're the bride. They're his chosen people, but we're the bride. They're the natural branch. And Paul said, but the wild olive branch has to be grafted into mm. the natural branch. I think a lot of times people think that the church, that the Jews got to be grafted into the church. Mm -mm. It don't say that. Mm -mm. It's the, 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 this is the natural branch. We're the wild olive branch. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, we become heirs of, of God through, through Jesus. We become the seed of Abraham. Wow. And all the promises that God gave Abraham is for us. Mm. So I, 
I'm a I'm a wild Irishman who's now a Jew inwardly, and so I'm I'm, a, I'm claiming all the promises. Okay. <laughs> My God, y'all, listen, listen. Woo! Oh, I feel a Ric Flair anointing coming on. Woo! <laughs> man, man, man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are under a timeline. We need to get busy. Amen. Work while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. Jesus is coming. This has been some incredible stuff, Pastor Paul. This this is what I dreamed of when when I talked to you first about yep. this. Is for things like this to happen, uh, you know. And and I, you know, I just want to segue right here as we as we wind down today. First of all, I want to thank you so much, Pastor, for being on the program. Our folks love you so much, and of course, Solid Rock loves you. And uh, for those that are watching this and listening to this. You got a little under a month to make the preparations. And uh you, I know. Come on, it's coming. Elevate Conference it's Week is coming. You always come down every every year. You and Heidi come down and you get refilled and restored at our conference. It'll be an uh now we don't know when you're gonna watch this and listen to this, but if you're watching in 2022, it's October, the first week of October, fifth, sixth, and seventh, that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'll be preaching that Wednesday night, that Thursday night. Uh, Pastor Miles Rutherford from Worship with Wonders Church in Marietta, one of the greatest preachers in America right now, uh, will be preaching good. that Thursday night. And then my bishop, and most most people know him, Bishop Clint Brown, uh, was the worship pastor for many years for Pastor Rod Parsley, and now he pastors a tremendous church called Judah Church in Orlando, lead singer for an amazing group called Southbound that you have recorded some of his songs. I did. I yeah. recorded one of them. No better than that. Yes. And man, it's one of the favorite ones that people uh, request us playing. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But what Clint, people Clint wrote Yes, he Clint did. Wrote that song. He wrote that song. And what the thing about that people don't really think about when they think about Bishop Clint Brown is he's one of the greatest preachers that's ever walked this planet. He is a phenomenal preacher of the gospel. Larry, I, I, I watched on YouTube about two weeks ago, I watched him preach a message in Columbus called, mm. God, why'd you do that? Mm. Why'd you do that? I'm telling you, this is some of the best preach I've ever heard. His message was, he kept saying something, he says, why did you put it, the crown of thorns they put on his head? He said, God, why'd you do that? Mm. And then he preached what? He does the whole crucifixion and the whole way he keeps asking the question, God, why'd you do this? And then he keeps answering it with scripture and with the revelation from the Lord. One of the best sermons I've ever heard, Clint Brown preached it. It's on YouTube. He's phenomenal. And and, and then, yeah. you know, he's going to get us all set. And this is, I'm making a, the first public announcement and you'll hear more about it. And hopefully we'll have her on the program too. And my wife as well. But on that Saturday, the very next day after Bishop, we are having a women's conference here. One day women's conference led by, listen, ladies and gentlemen, none other than Heidi Begley. Hot the crowd's going wild. Oh, yes. <laughs> Heidi will be speaking to the women here at Solid Rock Church on that Saturday. It is going to be phenomenal. And uh, we'll have registration links and stuff down below. It'll be, you know, just for everybody to come and be a part of. And then the big one, that next day, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Pastor Paul Begley will be in the pulpit at Solid Rock Church. So everybody that loves Pastor Paul, drive in, fly in, come in for the yes, whole conference. Yes. Come on, and and come I'll on. tell you, it is a free conference. It, it, is, it is just phenomenal. You can come and be recharged. But if you can't make it for the conference, come in for that weekend for uh, Heidi Begley Women's Conference and then Sunday morning at Solid Rock Church, Pastor Paul Begley. He'll be here on October 9th. So it's going to just be phenomenal. We'll have all of that down in the show notes. You'll be able to click directly, go to our website, any registration links. All of that will be down there. 
Uh, and you, Pastor Paul, it is just, it's always blesses us to know that elevation has become a thing for you and Heidi, that when you can, you come oh, down yes. and get refilled and, and then you yes. get to fill us. So real quick, before I, I, we go, share your heart on that, I, share your heart on elevate conference. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Bishop. I mean, every time I go there, it's a time for me to actually just kind of set back and soak it in. Yep. Uh, I can't wait to hear you Wednesday night. I know what's going to happen. That's going to be a word from heaven. I'm going to feast on manna like Perry Stone likes to say. And uh, yes. And you get a fresh word. And, you know, preachers, pastors out there watching, yep. you should really set aside a time. If there was a conference you come to that where you could really get fed, come to uh, Solid Rock to the Elevation Conference, because I really did. I got blessed. We, we left out there with vision. Yep. I mean, the first time I went, I mean, I mean, God elevated my vision. It just increased it. And you, sometimes you get bogged down in the ministry of, and, and you get uh, tunnel vision in whatever you're doing and you, you can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes mm. you got to get above it. You got to elevate. Yeah. You got to elevate. Yes, sir. The forest. You see a bigger, you see a bigger picture here. Um, I'm in the process right now um, of um, I got an opportunity to buy a mountain. I know that sounds crazy, but to buy a mountain, buy a mountain. Um, yeah, buy a mountain. It's in my family's, it's been in my family's history for years, but I got an opportunity to just buy it. And, uh, and, uh, and when you, I've been up on it before and when you're up there, the view mm. is incredible and, uh, a lot of good fishing ponds up there. Uh, it's, it's cause it's, once you get to the top of this mountain, it's just flat for it's wow. just flat, beautiful wild horses running. And I what? said to myself, the reason I got this idea about going ahead and just buying this mountain and it's not is because when you, every time I go up there, I get vision, mm. your vision increases. Well, that's what happens when you go to solid rock, mm. you get to solid rock, you get to rock, the word of God elevates you. Yes. And you'll hear it from miles Rutherford. Absolutely. I mean, this guy can flat preach. Woo, yes. Ready. I mean, uh, after Larry, uh, Bishop Larry gets done with you on Wednesday, You'll think that's it. They can't get it done. But it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, it mean, does. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Every night. The ground comes in and then he just blows you away. Mm -hmm. uh, it's done. I mean, you can just get a little ice cream. I'll throw a little ice cream on it at the end. No, 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 no. You you are the culmination of what are you talking about? We it's listen, done. do you understand? When do you ever get Heidi Begley and Paul Begley no, at I the same church that. in the same weekend? I mean, that's gonna be unbelievable. She preached a message. Uh, she did a conference earlier this year in Utah, in Ogden, Utah, uh, about 100 women. And she was the keynote speaker there. And she brought out a message on, do you know your identity? Oh, my goodness. And when she got done, there was 50 women on the altar crying and weeping. And I said to her, and I wanted to go so bad, but men weren't allowed. <laughs> uh, I think men, I, I, so they weren't even allowed. No, it wasn't they weren't allowed to go to the service. We weren't even allowed to go to the conference. Oh, okay? my Lord. I mean, okay. mm. No, stay home. Tell Paul, stay home. We don't need him here. We don't need him. So thank <laughs> you. So, so I'm looking forward to hear what Heidi's going to bring forward yes, for the yes. on Saturday. It should be a lot of fun. She should really do well. I'm sure that uh, she's she's excited about it. She was really honored to get the invitation, so she's looking forward to it. Well, I tr sure. trust me, my wife, Pastor Sandy, is it? pumped big time when she when she came to me she said look i've got an idea i want i want to do something for the women on that saturday and i was like man that's phenomenal and she goes without question i, I don't even have to think twice i know exactly who i want to ask and that's heidi i want to ask Heidi. that's so great honor for heidi okay really is. so listen one more time october 5th 6th and 7th is elevate conference the 8th i uh, don't really know the time right off we'll have it down below i believe it's around the lunchtime uh, event 
uh, will be Heidi Begley, and then that Sunday morning here at Solid Rock Church, Pastor Paul Begley. Pastor Paul, thank you so much for coming on the program. Uh, and to all uh, the Begleyites that followed over today, and, you know, I say that with love, you know, because we, because let me tell you, it's, it's one, you do have some very faithful people that follow you, Pastor, and they yeah. love you so thank much. You. And many of them have come over to our channel and uh, have become faithful listeners to our channel uh, and have commented to me uh, things like this. Um, if Pastor Paul Begley recommends you, then I'm in with you. And that's the kind of integrity you have uh, and the influence that you have. So I'm, I'm just sort of joking, but I'm also serious. If you uh, found our channel by way of Pastor Paul, we are honored and privileged that you are here. Thank you, and I hope it blessed you. If you can subscribe, if you feel led to do that, I would love for that. It would be an honor for us uh, because we we approach things the same way. Uh, I've told Pastor Paul before that he's my he was my inspiration uh, to get the guts to do this. And I told him when I first started doing it, I said, I want, I, I ju you just sort of made, were the one that said, I can do this. So uh, I appreciate it, Pastor Paul. Thank you so much for being on the program. And we'll do it again next month. And we'll see you in Birmingham. Yes, we will. Very, Birmingham. very soon. I'll, I'll be bringing some more intelligence for you folks next month right here on The Big Picture. Yes, Thank you so much. God we'll bless. All right, I want to just let you know right now that if you want to see his, if you want to go to his website, learn more about Pastor Paul Begley, go to paulbegleyprophecy.org. And when you go there, you'll see that you can request prayer. You can, there's tools, there's resources, there are uh, uh, links to all of his upcoming conferences, ways to connect further with him. And I tell you, there's, there's none other that better on YouTube right now that is doing it like Paul Begley. I love him. I thank God for him. I'm following him. I'm in his shadow. And I'm proud to call him friend. And I'm proud that you are with us on this program. It has been a huge blessing. Uh, man, we got some information today, y'all, that nobody got anywhere else. You need to share this broadcast, share this podcast. If you listen to us on podcast, give us a big five-star review, write us a review, and what, that helps us go into the algorithm to be put in front of other people. If you're watching us on YouTube, which most of you are, make sure you subscribe, hit that thumbs up button. From what I'm learning, that's one of the biggest things that you can do is hit that like button. And, and leave a comment, and then that algorithm grabs it and suggests it and puts it in front of people that are looking for kingdom intelligence. So we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for being a part of this program, The Big Picture, where we are not woke, but we are certainly awake. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.